Bucks Nation for real. Party way. This kid's got talent. Gotta go. Whoa. Big time. Thinking about the honey's honey money on my mind. Gotta blow. Cash. Whoa. It's time. Thinking about a car, a boat, and crib to buy my mom's. Gotta fold. I'm a poke. Moline got me moving slower than a turtle racing nine. Gotta go. Whoa. Big time. Feeling like I'm baby man. I'm fresh. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Reality Roundtable. I know it's been a long time since I've had an episode, but I am your host, Jonathan Brown, and we got a returning guest back on the episode, back on the podcast. Welcome back, Marquise Webb. He was on episode two where we talked about. I forgot what we talked about. What you? Oh, my bad. What you will and want to set in a relationship. But he's been through a lot since then. So, Keith, tell us what you've been up to since that last episode, bro. What's going on, man? Yeah, it's been um, it's been a, it's been quite a minute. What a two years, maybe. A little over two years, yeah. Yeah, a little over two years. Oh man, it's just a lot has changed. You know, you know, from us graduating to COVID. You know, and life after graduating. You oh know. yeah, yeah, that is right. When you was on, we was actually mask free. None of we we weren't in no pandemic. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, a lot just had to change. Um, you know, for me, you know, getting accepted into grad school. Um, you know, just preparing my life. You know, for um, Philly, moving to Philadelphia, and you know, really just attending uh, Villanova. You know, that was my mindset. You know, but when COVID came, you know, a lot of things really switched up. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I recently got into, you know, well, an opportunity presented itself for me, you know, to start my own ride share business. So, you know, that's something that, you know, I've been up to lately. And, you know, I'll feel more, you know, I'll be more than happy to, you know, go into depth about that as well. Speaking of going into depth about that, how, how did that opportunity present yourself? Like, what made you want to get into the ride sharing business? Um, so like after what happened with Samantha uh, a few years back, I think this was like my junior year. Um, I was I was doing you know a few drives. I mean a, a few drives for like a driving app, and um, you know a lot around that time a lot of women were really scared, really hesitant, you know, to really take you know Ubers and Lyfts, you know, and I don't really blame them. I don't blame them, but you know once they found out that I was doing rides and things of that nature, uh, they just kind of like you know I would give my numbers to them and. You know, have people hit me up for rides, and uh, you know, one thing led to another. You know, five girls started telling their friends, ten girls started telling their friends, and you know, before I knew it, in two weeks, I had forty-seven clients. Uh, you know, ending the last semester, going into summer, and so I just kept in contact with my clients every three weeks. You know, I would send them text messages, just talk to them, you know, check up on them, just to keep that relationship, build that relationship, you know, and um. You know, I started implementing, I started having dreams actually about starting my ride share. So it was four days, four days in a row, I uh, started having dreams. God started showing me dreams like, you need to do this. And so, you know, at first, I thought it was just a regular dream. And then I had another one and another one. And, you know, I just, you know, I felt like it was my calling. Um, and, you know, it all happened so quick. I got a business consultant, you know, she started helping me plan. Um, from talking on the phone for hours to FaceTime calls to Zoom calls, you know, and just getting, you know, business things in place, you know, like my LLC, my EIN number. Um, 
you know, applying for business contracts and making sure my foundation was, you know, as solid as possible. And I already had clients to start off with, you know, but it just kind of grew when school came back this uh, this August. I think August 20, uh, August 19th, um, school came back and, um, you know, I just my cl- the clients that I had, they, you know, they started telling sororities and fraternities and, you know, it just kind of grew. And now I'm up to about 467 clients. Uh, just in as little as two months, and so yeah, I recently had you know a news a news interview, well, a news story um, about my company, which which uh, actually caught local attention, and um, I actually met a news reporter this summer when I was p- passing my flyers out, you know, at Olympia and Granby and Five Points area, and um, she kind of you know asked me some questions during the summertime. And I gave her one of my business cards and my flyers. And, uh, you know, she reconnected with me recently, maybe like two weeks ago. And, you know, we just made it happen, man. And now it's just blowing, it's blowing up, man. It's growing so fast and so quick. And, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, um, you know, because I know my work ethic is there. You know, even when I was in college, I worked, you know, 70, 80 hours. In the summer, I worked hundreds of hours. So I feel like to be an entrepreneur, you know, you have to go through the pointless jobs and, you know, all the jobs, the disappointments, you know, getting up, clocking in for others. You know, you have to go through those things to learn to learn like what you will and won't accept. Uh, so I feel like all those things prepare you to be an entrepreneur. I don't feel like that's something that you just fall into. You know, it's kind of like a foundation or, you know, something that you, you can create that pathway for yourself. You know, but it takes a lot to be an entrepreneur, man. And you definitely have to have the mindset and be built for, you know, for this kind of environment. You know, so that's why personal development is also great. You know, I started getting in the gym, started reading more, you know, and everything just kind of fell in my lap, man. And with your business growing so fast, like what would you say, what would you say your ride share business, how would you say that it stands out from other ride share businesses? Um, well, first of all, my, my company is a local company. It's not a national company. It's a local company. Um, 90% of my business comes from college students. So, you know, I knew that if, you know, I use that market and utilize this market that, you know, will eventually grow. And so, uh, you know, it's just different because it's a local company. Um, it's more geared towards college students, but not only for college students. It's more so for for everyone in the local community, professionals um college students as well you know and you know i just i started it because i wanted to make sure everybody you know got home safe um and you know that was even more so than the the money you know it was about you know if i focus on you know the safety the foundation you know everything else would come you know so and with your uh one thing that a lot of people don't know about your company is that when you do when uh, riders do ride with you, that they're able to get a snack and a drink. Like, what what made you want to come up with that concept? Um, I just know from people booking rides, from going to bars, going to concerts, games, especially in the summer or when it's hot outside. You know, it, a lot of people they don't have time to really eat. You know, but a lot of people drink. You know, everybody wants to drink. Um, and I'm talking about like alcohol. Like, but when once you do all like these certain things. 
um, it kind of makes you hungry. It's just like going to the bars and going to the clubs and, you know, getting drinks. You know, the first thing you think of when you leave these places is, oh, man, I want to get something to food. I want to get something to eat. You know, and a lot of people are rushing to get back home, get in their beds. And, you know, I just thought it would be it would set me apart from the rest of the companies. You know, if I really provide a, a solid service to these people, you know, getting out the cars and opening the doors for, you know, majority of my clients, providing little snacks and you know, these are just all bonuses that, you know, if I feel like I can do the small things, people will acknowledge my company, you know, and it will help me stand out, you know. So I have napkins, uh, tissue, drinks, chips, you know, little things like that. And with your company being able to, like, stand out like that, like, how do you feel like that has positioned you to grow this, grow this company even further in the future? Um, I mean... I mean, I don't know. It's just cra- it's just crazy, man. Like, I mean, I I put myself in a position as a customer every day I drive. You know, I'm always thinking, um, you know, if I was to get into the car with somebody or if I had kids, if they were to get into the car with somebody, the things that I would want these drivers to do, you know, to provide a level of comfort and safety, you know. And before I, before I actually had a car, you know, uh, you know, people a few a few of the drivers had snacks and drinks and stuff. And, um, you know, they had good music, you know, they opened the doors for me. And I figure if I make, you know, an actual company that's revolved around strictly around these things that made me happy, it will make other people happy as well. Because you have to be able to satisfy yourself before you can satisfy others. You know, it's a level of comfort in that. You know, I know if I please myself, if I, you know, if I show up to my business every day, if I do the things that I need to do, it will make other people, you know, like like my company and myself and my personality as well. So basically with this company, you're not just providing a ride, you're providing a whole experience. So they're really getting more bang for their buck than if they were to take these other, other companies. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's not like I said, it's not about the funds. We don't prioritize expenses over experience. You know, experience and safety is always first. The funds, it matters, but it's not it doesn't solely matters. Of course, people are going to come and spend their money where they're comfortable at. Um, So I figure if we focus on the experience, focus on the safety, um, you know, the word will spread really fast. And, uh, you know, Exactly what I implemented, I executed, you know, and things that's how things actually happen, man, and you know, it's steady growing. And when your company first started, like you said that um you had to like go through like a whole process. Like tell us about like a little bit of the process and some of the groundwork that you had to put in to get this thing off the ground. Um, so before I told anybody, you know, I, I tell anybody this, like before anybody can, you know, you know, help you out, you have to believe in yourself. You have to have the ultimate belief in yourself mm-hmm. and um, you have to put in the groundwork. So the groundwork for me, it consisted of, you know, printing out 1500 flyers, printing out 1500 business cards. I had the mindset that if no one, you know, no one ever heard about my company, no one ever heard about me. That was my mindset. And I was thinking like, what, what can I do to get immediate impact for people, for people to find out about me? And so, you know, my content, I started looking back on my Instagram and I'm like, okay, I'm starting this business. I'm starting this business, but I don't have any content. I have three pictures. So I know social media is a, a, you know, a a heavily invested platform. And I knew if I got my, um, if I got my content together and I started posting videos, making commercials, printing out flyers, printing out business cards, 
um, that these things will, you know, get me to the top, especially if I marketed it the right way. And, you know, I know I have a powerful voice. I have, you know, I love to talk. I love to communicate. I'm a very people's person. And, um, you know, I know it's, it's, there's multiple ways that you can market your business. Some people are good with social media. Some people are good with, you know, in-person marketing, you know, and that's my lane. That's the lane that I wanted to stay in. But I also was, you know, I was open to learning the whole social media thing. And so I just went with no camera, just my phone, my cell phone, started, you know, going to the campuses, going to the student apartments, posting flyers, you know, playing around with the phone, recording videos, you know, doing reels, voiceovers, you know, all these things I taught myself. And while I'm not a perfectionist, you know, I do have exp high expectations, you know, of myself when I'm when I'm willing to learn something or put my energy into something. And so, yeah, that was like pretty much the groundwork. And I even had a, you know, a business consultant by the name of, you know, Jaquela, who, you know, pretty much, you know, helped me throughout the whole entire process along with some of the clients that I had from last semester. So they, they helped me with anything far as like, you know, they gave me ideas on prices, distance, um, you know, and that's why it was important for me to keep in contact with these clients because who knows what they want best. Than, I mean, who knows what they want more than the actual students and the clients that you already have, you know? So I figured if you reached out to, you know, the people that you're gonna be serving, they're gonna give you the answers that you need. You know, you just got to be willing to listen and willing to adjust, you know. And, and that's rare nowadays that when somebody does start coming in, they're actually able to directly reach their consumers in the way that you are, that you are able to. And what you were, basically, in short, what you were saying is, like, you said that in-person marketing was really how, was really how it best fit you, but you were open to learning about, like, the whole social media marketing and like marketing in other ways. So basically what you were saying is you don't, you were basically an open book and you didn't want to limit yourself to just the way that you knew how you were uh, you were willing to learn other ways on how you can improve yourself and your business. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so like here at Cola Cruz, we were like, you know, heavily and deeply invested into our customers. Um, you can actually voice your, we'll have a platform, a website where you can actually go and voice your opinions, not to like, not a, you won't have like algorithms or people ask, answering your questions or your feedback or a computer system. You'll have real life people, even if it's myself, you know, with me, I'll be doing a lot of the work until my company, you know, grows and grows more, you know, I'll be out here doing rides and you just think about it, like how many companies you know, where the CEO starts the company, you actually get to meet him, you know. Um, and so I just wanted to be different and I'm gonna actually be out here doing rides, you know, for a while um, and just, you know, continuing to get my name out here, you know, get my personality out here, you know, and introducing myself to, you know, all the new clients who are, you know, gonna be partaking within my platform, you know. So I want people to feel like, okay, I, I met him, I met the CEO, he's a nice person. He's out here doing the work, he's doing the lead work. You know, and he's he's providing an excellent service. And with with, every, with all that going on, like, how do you see yourself growing? Like, what are some of the things that you would want this business to be able to do? Um, like I said earlier, just you know, continuing to grow, and you know, um, just thinking of any way that the company can grow, like from like the clients, the employees. 
um, and just making it an overall better experience, a better experience for, you know, for for everyone, you know, as a whole, and not just myself. So you know, like you said, you're very like heavily invested in your customer, and with that being said, like, how how do you think like that in the personal relationship that you build with your customer? How do you think that? that puts you like a step ahead of like what other okay oh that's that's a really good question i like that you asked that uh you know so i feel like with the business a local business versus a national business a national business i feel like that's what a lot of companies are actually lacking like they don't ha- they don't build relation relationships with their clients and i mean you can leave a review on the company you can leave a review on google or a website but what's more personal than actually you know, building relationships with your customers, finding out, finding out information, uh, finding out information about your customers, and you know, you know, creating a solution to the problem because you can't, you can't have a, you can't have a, a solution unless you have a problem. You know, so you have to be willing to get to know the people that are giving you their funds, giving you their businesses, giving you their services. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what you say, like you can't have a solution without having a problem. And I feel like that's what you did with this company. I feel like you saw that a lot of people were scared after the uh, Samantha Joseph's situation. I feel, like you said, I feel like a lot, like you said, a lot of people were scared to like take, take like other ride sharing companies because they didn't know who they were getting in the car with. Mm-hmm. And with your company, like you have pictures, like you're gonna have pictures of people so that when they pull up, they they know exactly who. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, like I said, just me inserting my personality into, you know, a wonderful community and knowing the concerns of the community, um, you know, it was it was just the perfect opportunity, you know, for me, you know, to place my print, you know, after, you know, the Samantha thing to the COVID thing. Um, it was just, you know, five now even five points. If you're from the local area, you know about five points, and you know, the you know, the issues that they're dealing with right now, um, you know, it was just a perfect opportunity for me. And, you know, I'm an actual face. I'm a local face. I'm a, I went to the campus. I mean, I went to the community. Uh, well, I was raised in the community. I went to the school, the college. I grew up in the area. And, you know, I just felt like it was, you know, it was perfect for me. And I've actually built a business profile, a business Instagram, uh, Cola underscore Cruise, where all my clients can actually take pictures and, you know, just have a platform where they can actually go and see their friends, see family members, you know, and everything like that on my Instagram. And so even that, you know, something simple as that, you know, people know when they go to book a ride, they can also see their picture on my profile as well and their friends' pictures as well, you know, and that just makes more people want to engage with you, you know, because they feel like, you know, they're they're actually intertwined with the company. They are part of the company. Man, that's awesome. Um, going forward is just, I mean, like I said, just looking to grow overall, you know, not moving too fast because mm-hmm. um, things have already taken off. I mean, it's been like uh, two months mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I started off with 30, 30 followers um, and now I'm up until about 560, 68 or 69. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just just willing to give the people what they what they want, allowing them to voice their opinions you know, and to have them answered by real life people, 
um, and just making adjustments as we go forward. Um, and that's that's really the only thing, not trying to think too far ahead, just staying in the moment and taking advantage of the opportunity that, you know, God has blessed me with. Because um, I feel like, you know, if you, you can apply pressure, you know, but wait patiently for your time, then everything is going to be fine. God will surround the right people around you and your company. And that's exactly what he did. So I have, I have all the right pieces. So just moving forward, man, I just... You know, you know, want to soak it all in, and you know, look for opportunities for um, investments, looking for investors uh, to hopefully get an app in the future sometime. Man, those are some big steps, man. Really, some big steps, man. Yeah, I want to appreciate you for coming on to the podcast, man. It's good to have you back. It's been two years, and that's that's it for this episode, everybody. You know. I'm, like I said, I say this after almost every episode, but I am going to try to put out more episodes. Like, if y'all need me to do that, like, just hold me to it. And this has been another episode of the Reality Roundtable. I'm your host, Jonathan Brown, and we're, we're good for the day. <laughs>